0: Hey guys, uh, welcome to uh, another episode, this is part 2, phase 2 of uh, my MCU tier list with my close good friend Chris.
1: Yes, we are back. We are back. I mean, back. For, you, for you guys it's it's been a week, but for me it's it's been maybe like two minutes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, we're back
1: grading the MCU films.
0: Yeah, back in, yeah, phase 2. Um... Wait, what- what are your overall thoughts on Phase 2 again? Was it- were you saying that it was the weakest?
1: Phase two's the weakest? I don't think I said that. Um, I'm trying to look- let me look at my- my completed tier list.
0: I seem Um, to remember somebody saying to me that they thought a phase was the weakest, which really does not narrow it down, but I'm pretty darn certain they didn't say Phase 3.
1: Well, I don't think Phase 2... I would still say Phase 1 would be the weakest, because a lot of those films, Marvel was still finding their footing. I mean, like yeah. Like, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man 2, and Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, I'd say most people may not watch them again. Like, they're okay, mm. but I don't think a lot of people would watch them again. I think yeah, Phase 2 only had one...
0: Maybe the Avengers. Actually, yeah. probably.
1: Avengers and Iron Man, I think, are the two most people would watch again, and maybe because Captain America has become such a big character, they'd watch Captain America: The First Avenger again. But yeah. I know that Iron Man, Two, Thor, and Incredible Hulk may not be watched again, mainly because like Thor doesn't really get good until Ragnarok. Like he's okay, I mean, with all generally. the others, but like he's really good in Ragnarok.
0: Yeah, they definitely He definitely hit his stride in Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, that's definitely like Taika Waititi's fault. Like he did. I say fall like it's a bad thing. Like, dare, like he is.
0: How dare you, Tiger no, YTT? How dare you make Thor uh, he, a more black character? No, no,
1: His he's, he's films. Yeah, we've, we've both seen Ragnarok and um, Jojo Rabbit, and you've seen Hunt for the Wilder People, haven't you? I
0: have. I definitely recommend Hunt for the Wilder People as well.
1: Watch that one day, but definitely we watched. Actually, uh, one the night. The
0: main protagonist in Hunt for the Wilder People is the same kid uh, that's like that um that really aggressive kid in Deadpool Two.
1: Ah, oh, the I know I think I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, he's the one who I think goes to prison and his immediate plan is like, I'm gonna shank the biggest guy in the room and Deadpool's like, bruh, that's a terrible idea.
1: Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Um yeah, but I was gonna say we watched JoJo Rabbit together and JoJo Rabbit was like it's funny, but like it, it gets heavy. It's insane. It's so, it
0: does get heavy. Yeah, it's far so, out. Like, could I just say that the main uh, actor, like the star of Jojo Rabbit, is such a, like I'd say he's probably the best child actor I've ever seen.
1: Uh, strange things, kids are pretty good. At least, I think for kids that it can be pretty good.
0: They're pretty good. I think the Jojo Rabbit kid's even younger than them, though. True, but
1: yeah, the Jojo Rabbit kid does so much. Because, like, at least in the Stranger Things, there's, like, a it's an ensemble cast. So, like, Mm -hmm. if one of the kids is a bit weak, that's okay. There's, like, three or four of them. While Mm -hmm. with Jojo Rabbit, if Jojo is weak, like, the whole film falls apart. Yeah, like, if,
0: jo- if JoJo is weak, <laughs> then people might be going like, well, I mean, at least Hitler was good, and you don't want people saying <laughs> that.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, but anyway, Taika Waititi did so well on Ragnarok. Anyway, let's get back to Phase 2.
0: Yes, Phase 1 uh, so started two? with Iron Man. Phase 2 starts with Iron Man 3, where Tony is experiencing some PTSD after the events of the Avengers. Okay.
1: Yes, this film, many kids... This- Many opinions. The Mandarin. Um, one of the twists that I headed at the beginning, but don't head anymore. Um, the plot is pretty inconsequential. Like really, nothing really influences the other films.
0: Yeah, it's very self-contained.
1: Which is okay, but then again, this was back in this time, like with the other Phase Two films, like like especially one of them. But anyway, like um, but also the fight scenes really well done in this film
0: I'd gotta say like I'd say Iron Man 3 probably has my favourite uh action pieces out of the Iron Man trilogy yeah they're it's very got some creative. really
1: good ones the house fight scene the, ha- the, yeah. the one where he's in the the gas station the Terminator lady
0: mm. yeah 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 then
1: there's the, the one on the plane which isn't I think the, really the best part about that plane scene is he just like unibeam's a guy through the heart kill him and it's just like what?
0: <laughs> it's, I thought you were talking about when all of the citizens are falling out of the plane and he's trying to like get them all I mean all
1: that's together. cool as well but also like I love the idea if he just goes yeah suck on this and just
0: <laughs> I mean so you know weird. what considering everything they did to him before that point fair enough.
1: Then there's the fight scene when he gets captured by um, Aldridge Killian and he has to like Uh, There's the part where he breaks into the place, then he gets captured afterwards.
0: Yeah, and it's like, he only has like a boot and a glove to work with. Yeah, but also,
1: him getting in there, he has to use a lot of improvised weapons. I love that. And uh, that's the reason why I think the gas station fight scene, the the fight scene where he fights the lady, is also really clever, because he has to find ways to fight a woman who is like quite, like, super-strength firepower, basically
0: indestructible. It's like he like, has trouble like, yeah. doing it with the armor.
1: Yeah, he, that's why, yeah, even when he's in that plane scene, that's why he has such troubles with it. That's why he just unibeam[s] it, because it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's just such an effort.
0: Yeah. I, re- like, I will say, I really love how Iron Man 3 shows... I guess why Tony is best suited to be Iron Man cuz it's like you get to see how well he can handle himself even without his suit.
1: True, but I also do love the gradual evolution of all the suits. Like we start with um the first one, then we go to the Mark Which ones? No, I'm trying to think of the lo- the, the last one we see No, the, 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 the Mark 3. The Mark 3 is the last one we see in the first film. Oh, right, right. Here we go. One, two, three, four. And then five. And then do we yeah we see the Mark six in two. Yeah, and then, no, like, I love how they get more portable. You got, like, the Mark one, the Mark three, you got the Mark five with how portable it is. Then mm. you got the Mark 42, which is the, um, go- I think it's nicknamed Goldie, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Or is
1: that me giving a different show's nickname to it. But like yeah, the gold one where it's like like each piece is like portable. Well not really, but like it can come to him in different pieces.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which I guess would be more portable than a giant pod.
1: Yeah, then you got um Mark Seven, which is the giant pod, and then you get the Mark eight? Is that the one in Civil War?
0: Mark eight? That sounds which, a bit low.
1: I, that's what I'm thinking. Civil I think it's I know that the one in Civil War is pretty good because he's got the because there's the scene in Civil War where he's hand to hand fighting Bucky and Bucky just shoots him in the hand and because he's got the portable glove, mm. like it protects him. And then there's the whole suit up scene in that film. But yeah, I love the progression of the armors and I think the Iron Legion scene has some of the best music in it.
0: I really love the. Um... I really love that final fight scene as well, actually. Just seeing, like, Tony just, like, switching back and forth between different suits. Yeah. Trying to Mostly trying to just stay alive.
1: Yeah, there's... Yeah, I remember some of the suits, I know there's, like, there's the shotgun, there's, uh, bones, eagle, heartbreaker, there's the spacesuit, like... I've watched videos about all the suits Iron Man has developed in the films, and most of them appear in the, um in that film, Iron Man 3, because most of the ones after it are just the suit for the film. Mm. Anyway, so Iron Man 3, I've placed it in the top of
0: average. The top it's, of average, um, it's, it's I see, con- I see. It's
1: inconsequential mostly towards the greater story of the Marvel Universe, and it <laughs> does have some problems, but like overall it's quite a fun time.
0: Mm. I put it in low... Uh, like kind of low mid b tier or pretty good tier um yeah above Thor um I actually put captain America above it though
1: hmm. fair enough
0: um sure. and yeah wait there was another thing oh yeah there is just one thing that really bugs me at the end where it's like tony kind of like he kind of like I kind of implied it as being like he like kind of abandons the title of Iron Man yeah like tosses the arc reactor into the water and then we see him again in Age of Ultron where he's back to being Iron Man as though the story never happened
1: (laughs) that's why I say this one's the most inconsequential because like at least other films like they actually have like the next one we're going to talk about I think at least introduces an infinity stone
0: um Oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about the Infinity Stones.
1: Well, they don't really become a big thing until...
0: No. Until, I like, mean,
1: really Age of Ultron is where they get really name-dropped.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Although, I guess we'll just say Avengers, we get... We Space. get introduced to the Space Stone, which had been the Tesseract. Yes. Uh, before that point. Um, but, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so that's C-tier. definitely the biggest problem I've got with Iron Man 3. Yeah, um, no, I agree.
1: Um, mm. So top of C tier for me, and then yeah. bottom of B tier for you, or mid B tier?
0: Like, kind of, I guess more mid tier, but kind of on the lower side of mid. Like, it's not dead in the middle.
1: Uh, alright, so...
0: Maybe I should just... Okay, wait. So, out of the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 movies that I've got in Pretty Good tier, Iron Man is third from the bottom.
1: Alright, Iron Man... Iron Man is the bottom one for me in Pretty Good, because I've only got three in Pretty Good.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Alright, so what's the next film?
0: The next film is Thor The Dark World.
1: Oh, this is the second entry into Don't Watch.
0: Yeah, this one is in. This one's in my first D tier, or subpar tier, which, granted, uh, D tier is the lowest tier that I'd put for any movie. Yeah, fair.
1: i I yeah. put, put Don't Watch. This is the only one. I've got two in Don't Watch, The Incredible Hulk, and now Thor to Dark World.
0: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs>
1: this one is even worse than Iron Man 3 in terms of how inconsequential it is, and it it hasn't even got any of the the good stuff of Iron Man 3, which is, like, yeah. creative fight scenes, good soundtracks. Yeah, this one
0: was, like... This one was, like, the first one that I actually got bored in. It was, like... There just was, like, nothing really too memorable about it. Mm. Like, I have rewatched it since then, and it's, like... It's not as bad as I remember it being, but, like... It's still, like, one of the weakest hands down the weakest like I would say uh, Malekith is like such wasted potential as well are you waiting for me to jump in? I mean I was kind of more thinking like do you remember who Malekith is? because I wouldn't blame you if you didn't no
1: I remember who Malekith is but I don't know him like about in the the comics like I know him in the film and that's it I don't know anything else about Malekith well, I mean, like, like i said way. i was a i was a big iron man fan when i went into this so <laughs> so when they said the mandarin i was like oh my god the mandarin and then when i saw him i was like like i said it's one of those twists where i hated it at the beginning but now i'm like eh makes sense mm. and then yeah, the, like... even, the mandarin does exist in this universe they're introducing you in, yeah, in Chi. so like man. but like this one is like Malika is like i have no idea who you, who you are bro
0: well, yeah, see, that's the thing, it's like, granted, I don't really know too much about comics Malekith either, other than he looks a lot better, but also, um, at least comics Malekith has personality.
1: Yeah, this guy, boring. The only thing this guy really...
0: is like Officeworks paper. <laughs> pretty much. And um, like, blank office works paper, like nothing's been drawn on.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's usually how paper comes.
0: I mean, Yes.
1: <laughs> Anyway, but um, the only thing this film does is introduce the aether or the reality stone. It does nothing.
0: I'm sorry, you pronounce it aether.
1: Isn't it? Is it the aether or the ether?
0: I pronounce it ether. I've never heard anyone pronounce it aether. Uh, maybe just anyway.
1: Yeah, but anyway, it introduces this film and the collector, that stone and yes. the collector. And mm-hmm. you might not even know that if you didn't watch the end credits. Like I know most people do nowadays, but back then people might not have done it. Yeah, like,
0: I forget, when was, like,
1: I think Avengers the had
0: one, one. I, all of them had one, but I think it was, like, I think for me, it was, like, Doctor Strange, I think, was, like, the first one where it was, like, uh, the movie ended and not a single person got up to leave because it was, like, everyone knew by that point.
1: Yeah, by this point, everybody knows, but, like, even then, I don't wait. Usually, if I'm alone, I... I think now i just get up and leave. I'll be like, I'll Google it when I get home.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Um, actually, did you know that apparently the actor who plays Malekith uh, once played Doctor Who? Oh.
1: Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Christopher Eccleston, I believe his name is. I know nothing about Doctor Who. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. You don't know? Like, if I were to name-drop an actor, you wouldn't know?
1: I know David Tennant and... Oh, there's another one I know.
0: Oh, well, uh, Christopher was the one before David.
1: It's not the one I'm thinking of, but like, yeah, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it wouldn't be. (laughs) I think Um, you're probably thinking of the one after him. Yeah. Whose name escapes me. I I want to say it's like, Matt?
1: That's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah.
0: But yeah, oh, yeah, apparently he was very annoyed by what he was given as Malekith, and I do not blame him. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that film is, yeah, just big oof. Yeah, big I, I think it's the only dud in phase two.
0: I would agree with that, actually.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay, so don't so now, watch for me, and um, you're only D tier for you, I'm guessing.
0: Uh, one of two. Uh, we'll get okay. to the other later. Um, Next up, Captain America: The Winter Soldier.
1: Amazing, eighty <laughs> for Bottom of eighty. It's my highest Captain oh, America dang. film. I put
0: it bottom of eighty.
1: <laughs> for me, it's my bottom of eighty. It's the best. Ca- it's my favorite Captain America film, and it's my highest Captain America film.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Yes, that does. I am including Civil War as a Captain America film in this.
0: Ooh, Dane. Okay. We'll have to
1: talk about Civil War later, but yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great film. It is such a great movie.
1: Um, I know it's a spy thriller. Everyone's like, oh, it's a spy thriller. But it like, is a spy thriller. But it is really good. There's the the whole the Winter Soldier mystery, which isn't really a mystery for the audience, but like for him, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Arnim Zola stuff, which is really interesting. Black Widow, the whole Hy- Hail Hydra, that elevator fight scene. I still rewatch that it. That elevator fight
0: scene.
1: Um, then there's the, the fact that apparently, I watched a video and someone pointed out that if you've seen this video, you'll know what I'm talking about. But like, apparently, the plot to Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is very similar to the plot of Metal Gear Solid.
0: Wait, which one?
1: I don't remember. They just compared it to a Metal Gear Solid game. I think it. I think it was the. First. I think I can't remember which one it was. But basically, it's like there's a cyborg who has a connection to the main hero. There's weapons of mass uh, destruction by the government. There's then yes, I think the first one yeah like apparently it's some really crazy connections and Pete the guy in the video was like he's not sure if this is intentional but he thinks because the Russo brothers are very like nerd guys that this is intentional
0: well you know what fair enough Metal Gear Solid's a great game yeah
1: but this is the first film that really shook up the Marvel universe I feel like like all the others are pretty like hit and miss but this one's the first one that shook it up
0: Yeah, I know that this is definitely like, I think this was like the first one where people kind of looked at it and were like, oh, like, these movies can actually be like, more than just good.
1: Yeah, so this is my bottom, this is below Avengers, my bottom of A tier, but I still think it's one of the best ones.
0: Also, you just mentioned it being like a spy thriller. I never actually thought about it like that at first, but I just realized, Mm. That just works really well with Captain America's character. Because it's like, you have a spy thriller movie, it's like you got heaps of like spies who are used to being like sneaky and duplicitous and like, you know, double crossing and And all that. Then you got
1: like six foot, like Chris Evans, bulk ass guy.
0: Yeah, who is like the most like honest, like straightforward person ever. It's like, ah. That actually yeah. works really uh, well. This... Like Black Widow and Captain America have a lot of good moments.
1: True. Um, this film does a lot of heavy lifting as well with introductions.
0: Yeah. If we get introduced so... to the
1: Falcon. We get name dropped on Stephen Strange. That's right. We did. We got name dropped on that. Um, we got. Ri- um, I mean, the, we got the, the Winter
0: the... Soldier. Like yeah, we now know that Bucky. Bucky's not dead.
1: Yeah, Bucky. Um, but it also, I mean, a disappointing element is that this event didn't play more into the overall story.
0: Yeah!
1: Like, because in Age of Ultron, there's a helicarrier. Mm. Now, I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I know that this is actually, this film actually plays a really big part in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. plotline. Hmm. Because, you know, the whole story is about S.H.I.E.L.D., so their whole... I think for a whole season they're going around they don't know who to trust because they're like are you Hydra? Are you not Hydra?
0: That sounds like a very interesting idea. I've never seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. though so yeah I'm like I'm trying
1: to think where to, where do I think are some of the best better stuff. I don't know I'd have to rewatch it.
0: What Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.?
1: Yeah dude. do. I have to finish it. I haven't finished it because oh, I yeah. just
0: finished it. No I need to finish it.
1: Anyway yeah. uh, top of A uh, bottom of a tier for me.
0: Yeah and like Low S tier for me. Um, right, what's our next what's our next, next film? One, Guardians of the Galaxy. My okay. first
1: S tier. Oh. Well, okay, okay.
0: Is I've also it's got so it in S tier. It, it is, is so good. Oh. For a while it was my favorite movie ever.
1: I don't think for me, not really, but I do love Guardians. It is a great film.
0: It is so good.
1: Um the music, the the characters are insane, the comedy is there.
0: Yeah. The the world building on, like, a cosmic scale. It's like, this is the first time that we've really gotten to see this, like, oh, society yeah. space. I bet if
1: we didn't if, this thing didn't, if this film didn't work, we would not have gotten Thanos. Oh, you reckon? I think if this failed, we would not have gotten Thanos. Wow, because really? Thanos is a cosmic threat the infinity stones are cosmic in nature
0: i mean like, yes they are
1: and all these films the most cosmic we get is thor and that's not even really that bad because it's just gods
0: yeah well which aliens apparently, but, yeah in, in the movies they're like aliens yeah
1: they're super powerful aliens but the thing is this is where because we get introduced to the collector we get introduced to gamora we well, all the guardians we get introduced to the power stone
0: Yes, we do! We get
1: introduced to the Kree, which are super underutilized, because the Kree and the Scroll are a big thing in Marvel, and they're just super underutilized in the film franchise. Because mm. I think the scroll have more to do with the Fantastic Four, you know, Marvel doesn't have them, technically.
0: I mean, the Avengers have been, like, decently involved with the Kree.
1: I mean, Earth's Mightiest Heroes has a whole two different plotlines, the Skrull Invasion and then the Kree War plotline. They have, like, two different plotlines about the Kree and the Skrull, and they're both great.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like, the Kree-Skrull War is actually, like, the very first, like, major crossover event that happens in uh, Avengers, actually. Other than them forming and that. Yeah,
1: I think... The gu- first Guardians film is one of the best ones they've released.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's fun. a f-
1: it's a film that I feel like anyone can enjoy, mm. and it's still like it's got something for everybody. It's not like say.
0: like that like it is really good that their gamble paid off because it's like like I feel as though Guardians of the Galaxy was their riskiest. Uh, endeavor.
1: Yeah, up until now, like, well, release where we are in the release order. Guardians was the riskiest film.
0: Yeah, because it's like, I can tell you, absolutely nobody had ever heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd heard of, of them movie. once.
1: I, I heard one episode them. in Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and that's it.
0: Yeah, one episode of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and also they were like some bonus characters in lego marvel superheroes but they look absolutely nothing like they do in the movies
1: yeah i know but like yeah this this film does so much yes. and i think it's one of the more fun ones like a lot of them a lot of these films are fun to watch but i think like in terms of fun like yeah they're fun fight scenes fun like it's got a v- other character in it. it's got the whole opening scene Mm, is just oh, yeah. it's just Peter Quill being an idiot pretty much, and then it's <laughs> even funnier in in, in in Endgame where Rhodey's like, "So he's an idiot," <laughs> like, and then and then um, Nebula's like, "Yes,
0: yeah," which, which is like, Nebula, you weren't even here at this point. You weren't even a guardian at this point. Yeah, but like, yeah. Nebula, don't be don't be slandering your leader.
1: I think I think in, the, in another joke in Endgame that refers to that is like when she um when Gamora kicks um Quill in the balls oh, yeah. and she, and she's like and uh, Gamora's like really I dated this one and, and then um, Nebula's like it was either him or the tree.
0: <laughs> oh dang, my boy Rocket getting no love here.
1: And what about uh, Drax?
0: I mean, you see, the thing is, Drax, I feel, would be potential, you know? Because it's like, I don't <laughs> know. invisible. I don't know. What what would they consider, uh, like, two different alien species? What would um, that be? <laughs> no idea. <But laughs> Me like, neither. But, like,
1: Guardians, bottom of my S tier, but my, my S tier is, pr- I feel like I've only got four films in S tier.
0: Okay. I've got... Alright, wait. I've got five.
1: Yeah, Interesting.
0: I've got, I've got four. Yeah. Right, what's our yeah, next one? Guardians thing? so good. Yeah, Guardians um, is just so good. Anyway, yeah, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Average. Um, What did I do? The same thing.
1: <laughs> Average. It is not a bad film. It has a lot of good stuff in it. Mm. I feel like the jokes are still really... I feel like the jokes in some sections are quite good.
0: Yeah, I do remember first watching this movie, I was disappointed because it wasn't as good as the first one.
1: I feel the same way, because Ultron is quippy, which is okay, because everyone's quippy in this film, but I feel like, if you go back to watching, when I watched The Smarties Heroes, Ultron wasn't quippy, he's just like, I'm here to kill all of you. Mm. You will die.
0: It's like he's... he's it's not even like he has any personal, like, anger towards them or anything like no, that. does Like, he's a robot. He just is, like, this is the logical thing to do.
1: Yeah, so I think giving Ultron a super personality...
0: Yeah, while, it's, like...
1: good for the, for like, you know, having a character that's personality, but this is a robot who wants to kill everything. It makes more sense that he has no personality.
0: Well, I mean, I feel as though, like... One of the problems that they that happened with like, granted, I would still say Ultron's one of the better uh Marvel antagonists, but by making him super quippy like they did in the movies, they made him seem like less of a threat.
1: Yeah, he tears a guy's arm off by claw's arm off by accident.
0: Yeah, and, and then, then he, he's just
1: like, Oh shit, sorry about that.
0: Yeah, he's like, Oh yep. oh no, oh so oh, sorry about that man. Like Clumsy oh. me like uh, it's like it's funny but it's like you know if the villain's not taking this seriously then why would we be
1: yeah there's a difference between Loki being quippy and like Ultron Loki's being cocky Ultron's mm. just being funny like, also he's, like I know like... I've heard some people rationalize it by saying because he's an AI created by Stark he has he's uh, he's appropriated a lot of Stark's behaviors but I'm like even then I'm like but like come on yeah. It doesn't have to be too, so creepy. Yeah.
0: Although I will say, one... I would say the best scene in the entire movie is the one where they're all trying to lift up Mjolnir.
1: Oh, that, yeah, that's a funny scene. I was going to say one of my favourite scenes was definitely in the trailer. I remember watching this when I when I had my, um, my iPod, it was the Hulkbuster scene. That's That scene insane. <laughs> I knew the second that thing came out as a Lego set, I'm like, boy, getting that thing. <laughs> And I love that, like, it's such a cool scene.
0: All aboard the hype train. I just remember, uh, like, the one part that I really remember of that fight scene is, like, um, like, the Hulkbuster armor, like, gives Hulk a really good hit, and then it's like Hulk just kind of, like, spits out a tooth, and then you just see Tony looking very scared, and he's just <laughs> like, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also love Vision. Vision's introduced in this film.
0: Yes, Vision, they... Vision, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver are all introduced, and Quicksilver dies in the very same movie.
1: Yes, Hawkeye is given more focus, which I do enjoy. I do think that it's Jeremy well. Renner's Hawkeye in the in Avengers is just—I'd be—I'm uh, not surprised if you forget he's even in the film.
0: I mean, to, well, i mean to be fair, he spent like half of the movie mind-controlled by Loki.
1: Yeah, but even then, he didn't have any personality when he was mind-controlled.
0: I mean, no, but did anyone?
1: No, nobody did, but the point is, if you're going to mind-control a character that has to become a hero later, at least give them, like, a bit of personality while they're on the evil side.
0: Yeah, or give so, them, like, I don't know, more to do after.
1: Yeah, Hawkeye's just kind of a uh, but he gets a lot more in this film. He has one of the best lines, I think, which is, um, we're in a floating island, fighting robots... <laughs> I've got a bow and arrow. None of this makes any sense.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a very good like little monologue actually. Yeah. It's like him inspiring Scarlet Witch to become an Avenger. Yeah, that's Yeah. Really great.
1: Um Hawkeye has a lot of really good lines as well. It's like I think when um Quicksilver does something during the fight scene, he's like, I could shoot him, nobody <laughs> would know. He's like, Oh no, what happened to Quicksilver? He got hit by a robot.
0: <laughs> <He's> oh, like, <laughs> Dane, I miss him already. Yeah, He just slowly jogs after him.
1: Yeah. But like, yeah. Um, but I still think because... Just... It's... It's just kinda there. Of,
0: eh. Yeah, it's definitely inferior to the first one.
1: Yeah, I think that's the problem with Avengers Age of Ultron, is the first one was so good that the second one is just like... It's Because it's not even as good, it just looks a lot worse. But I still think it's like an average film. Mm. It it does like a lot of... Once again, this is one of those films where it introduces a lot of vision. Retroactively introduces the Mind Stone. Because, you know, originally Loki's staff was just a staff.
0: Yeah, we didn't know that it was an Infinity Stone yet. Yeah,
1: it was retroactively. Which kind of makes Thanos look like an idiot. Because he gave an Infinity Stone to Loki to collect an Infinity Stone. And then he lost both of them.
0: I mean, to be fair, I feel as though it was kind of more like... You know, hey, Loki, you're going to try and get this infinity stone for me. How about I entrust this infinity stone to you in order to make your job easier? So you should hopefully have no chance of possibly failing, right?
1: Yeah, right. And, then, and then it was just like, he lost both of them.
0: Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then it's like, see, this is why, um, you know, he looks, he, he his... His skin complexion looks a little bit different in the post credit scene, because it's like he's just gotten done raging over the fact that he has lost. Another he one. tried, Yeah, he gambled and lost. This is yeah. why you don't go to casinos, kids.
1: So, yeah, um, Age of Ultron,
0: average. Yeah. Whereabouts in average did you... Um,
1: pick? I think for me, my top of average is Iron Man 3, so it's just behind Iron Man 3. Uh, okay, I Iron Man 3's got enough novel concepts that I feel like it's better. But, mm-hmm. like, I st- it's a toss up between the two. I think they're quite similar.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I put mine, like, at the very top of uh, average.
1: Alright, is that it, for phase two, or are we still No, at all? there
0: is one more uh, Ant Man.
1: Ah, uh, this is average again, but not bottom. For me, Captain America is the bottom of average, and then Ant Man's one above that. Because Ant-Man, once again, is... Villains just means nothing. Other than introducing Ant-Man to the universe, this film, you could pretty much skip and just watch Civil War and you can get the same amount of stuff. Like, oh, this is a guy called Ant-Man. He can grow and he can shrink.
0: Okay, so I would say out of all the MCU movies, Ant-Man is the most underrated.
1: It is underrated, but I still think it's not as good as some of the others, purely because it had two different directors. Ed- Edgar Wright who Phil who um who's directed Baby Driver and now Late Night in Soho, I think it's called.
0: And he also did the entire Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, the
1: Cornetto trilogy of course. But like he's done a lot of good things and he left halfway throughout, So yeah. we never got to see what the entire vision for this film was going to be.
0: Well yeah. Okay, so here's something that I found out. You remember when I told you about that Guy who was behind a lot of drama behind the actors playing War Machine. Yes. So apparently he was. That guy was apparently also the reason why Edgar Wright ended up not doing Ant Man. And also the reason why Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman?
1: Yeah, yeah, Wonder Woman. Uh,
0: She was originally going to direct The Dark World. Uh, Ah. But apparently because of him, she didn't. Which is kind of a shame, because I feel as though Edgar Wright doing Ant-Man, and, like, someone who's, like, I don't know, I guess more well-recognized in the superhero genre doing The Dark World, probably would have improved those movies.
1: Yeah, I think Edgar Wright would have improved Ant-Man. Like, it's a good film, it's fun, it's a heist it film. but It like, is,
0: yeah. It still it's still really a superhero is... heist film.
1: But then again, it's like other than introducing Ant-Man, you know, like mostly it's just like yeah, like you could watch it, but I I, I, I would watch it, but more or less because I find it Ant-Man and um, uh, Paul Rudd just uh, uh, amusing to watch.
0: Yeah, I actually really like uh, I actually like a lot of the characters, like Scott and his entire family, like uh, yes, there's the. Yeah, it's like, you've got like, the wife, you've got, well I mean ex-wife, you've got the daughter who's very cute, um, was, and then you've she's got now the, an adult. She is now an adult. Because <laughs> oh.
1: of um, time shenanigans.
0: Time shenanigans. It's like, she was so cute, she got an ugly uh, yeah. rabbit and was like, I love it.
1: I think and... the casting on Hope, I don't yeah. know, I'm Not I'm not sold on that. On what? Hope. Uh, cause, yeah, cause uh, hope fan died. Janet. I
0: mean, as no, 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 yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. I guess, as I think about it, she might be the weakest character. But then again, actually, she does have some good stuff. Could I just yeah. say, actually, yeah, the, the actress
1: um, has done other stuff, but like oh, in yeah, this that, film, obviously. I think next to the villain, I'd say she's one of the weaker characters. Like the yeah, side parts. I mean, that's a problem with a lot of Marvel films is the villain, hence why Loki is stuck around, because he's a favourite villain.
0: Yeah, and for the longest time, he was, like, the only good one.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, like, I think in the more recent films, definitely both spider man the most recent Avengers, uh, Ragnarok. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh... Uh, I, um, I'll say Guardians 2. I think those, the Guardi- yeah, Guardians 2, sort of. I like,
0: probably I don't know. I might include Ultron in there somewhere.
1: Mm, I'd um, say he's just he's no he's a mere villain.
0: I don't know. I don't know. My opinion on I don't know. I guess I'd have to rewatch the movie. Um, but anyway, yeah. I've
1: thrown Ant-Man in towards the bottom of average.
0: I have thrown mine uh, towards the bottom of pretty good. Um, still above Thor though. It's actually it's between Iron Man three and Thor.
1: Hmm. Alright, so that's my... That's yeah. my... T.
0: Also, actually, wait. I just want to say one more thing about Ant-Man. I really liked how, um... The... Like, the... The new husband. Like, the new husband of Scott's ex. Um... Is, like... He's not a douche. Like... Usually <laughs> have, <laughs> like... ye. Usually have, like movies where it's like, you know, the wife has like divorced and remarried and the guy is a total knob, but it's like in this one he's actually a pretty decent guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that's all I had to say about Ant-Man. And that's all we have to say about Phase, Phase 2, because that was the final movie How long of... did we
1: go for this time?
0: How long did we go for this time? 37. Yeah, we're pretty consistent. Phase, pretty consistent yeah. Anyway, so, uh, shall see y'all again for the final, uh, phase so far,
1: throwing We're throwing everyone in the final phase. Is phase four, is, is everyone in the final phase, or is it just phase four that, like, phase three and four we're throwing all together?
0: Um, well, I mean, looking at this so far, phase four is, like, starting with Black Widow.
1: I thought it started with Far From Home.
0: Apparently not. Actually, right, well
1: then, Phase Three. Far from three Home is. would
0: work better for in the beginning of Phase Four. Yeah, because
1: most, because yeah, because the phases always end on an Avengers film.
0: Well, I mean, this one didn't.
1: Oh, well, clearly, but like, <laughs> yeah, because like, but it, it Phase Four usually always ends on an Avengers film. Like a phase always ends on an Avengers.
0: I mean, also, I think it just makes more sense to have Far from Home kick off Phase Four. Yeah, because it's the first film
1: that deals with the fallout of...
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But uh, according to this, it's the last one of Phase 3, which is
1: weird. Well, Phase 3 will be the next episode.
0: Yeah. So until then, shall see y'all for that one. But until then, have a good one.
1: Yeah.